Welcome to the Creatively Paid Podcast with Casey Reed, where it's all about helping creatives turn their passions into profit. If you've ever struggled with the business side of creativity, this is the podcast for you. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Creatively Paid Podcast. I'm so glad to have you guys here once again, kicking it with your boy Casey. And today we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic, you know, and that topic is how to find balance with your side hustle, how to balance your side hustle with your full-time job, right? And I know for me, that is something that I continue to do to this day, right? And I have done um, with college life slash my full-time work, where I've had to balance my creative endeavors my creative entrepreneurial endeavors with my current thing at that time, whether it's full-time, being a full-time student or being a a full-time employee. So within this episode, I want to give you guys five tips, five strategies for you to be able to find balance with your side gig and your full-time job without either one really truly burning you out, you know, because that is, that's a real thing, man. Getting burnt out, getting too, too busy can really it's a real possibility and it will happen if you don't have a plan you know and that goes into the first point and that has to do with planning a schedule you really want to take the time out to plan a schedule plan something out that can work for you because for the most part you're going to know how much hours you need to dedicate to your full-time job right and you shouldn't slack with those hours either i would in no way um, encourage you to be to kind of slack off at work to put more time into your side hustle. No, I would never ad- advocate for that because you sign a contract, you're getting paid to do a job, so do your job properly, <laughs> right? But you know, you know how much time you have to dedicate to your full-time job, right? In most instances, it's a fixed period of time from nine o'clock to 5.30, 8.30 to five, whatever time it is, 7.30 to 4.30, Whatever the time frame is, you know, at certain times each and every day for five days out of the week, you know what time, you know, during those times, you're not really available to do certain things, right? So outside of those hours, you know that you go home, say you takes you about an hour to get back home. You know that you probably take an hour to spend with family, watch Netflix, whatever it is, right? And then, you know, you probably have a few more hours left in the day. That you could probably fill with doing side hustle work, working on your creative business, right? Of course, everyone's day is going to look different. Um, You may want to spend three hours with your significant other, whatever it is, right? You know how much, like you truly do know where your hours are going each day. And it's going to require sacrifices here and there. You know, like this path of creative entrepreneurship is not a typical path. It's not what most people do. So you're, you're going to be doing things that most people don't do. So instead of spending three hours on Netflix each day, <laughs> you probably can only do 30 minutes, you know, or maybe just an hour each day or, you know, or just on Mondays, you know, you have to figure out a schedule that can work and kind of create blocks, create blocks of time that you're going to say, you know what, for one hour each day, I'm going to do uninterrupted work for my creative business. So say on Monday, I'm going to work on building out a plan for my email list. I'm going to schedule out my emails, going to craft 
five to seven emails or Tuesday, I'm going to work on my branding. On Wednesday, I'm going to work on client work. Or, you know, you can take the time to craft that for yourself. And trust me, man, that is something that will help you immensely because without a plan, <laughs> without a plan, you truly will perish. You know, you won't, you won't really know where to go, you know, if you don't really create a schedule because without a schedule, your time will disappear. Like, you'll literally see months go by and you won't know what happened. Like, what did you do in those months in, regard, in regards to your creative business? So, yeah, point number one, plan a schedule that can work for you. Figuring out your time and going from there, right? Then tip number two is you have one free hour every single day that you get to decide to do whatever you want to do with it. And you know what that time is? lunchtime. This one hour of every single day, you can decide what to do with it, you know? And one really cool thing that you can do that I really love to do with my lunchtime is taking that time to level up, to build up on your skills, right? So rather than just going to lunch with friends and eating and chatting throughout your whole lunchtime, and most likely these are people that you probably see at work anyway, (laughs) you can take Lunch hours, it doesn't have to be every single day. You know, it can be twice a week, three times a week, whatever it is, whatever works for you. And take that time to eat and learn. Pull up a few videos on YouTube and learn something new. Buy a course and learn, dive into that course one hour each day within your lunchtime. You know, because when you do that, you'll be surprised how much more you can learn and really develop as a creative. When you take that time out to, yeah, to consistently level up and expand your knowledge. Doing this will allow you to become a much more well-rounded creative, you know? And trust me, learning will never be a bad thing. (laughs) Gaining more knowledge will never be a bad thing. And it will always help you in your business. There's always something else that you can brush up on, that you can get better at, that you can practice on, you know? so. Yeah, you really want it. That's a really, really, really important tip. Tip number two, use your lunchtime to level up, right? Then tip number three, this has to do more with the client side of things now. And that is being selective with your work. You have to understand that when you're pursuing a creative business, when you want to build a creative business that is not your full-time gig, right? You have to understand that your time is limited. You don't, have, you don't have the same amount of time to work on your business as someone who is doing that full time, who's gotten to that position. So with that, you have to be very selective with the type of work that you take on. You, and you also have to take, you have to understand how much hours it actually takes to accomplish whatever job, whatever gig that it is that you're going to do and what flexibility you have in terms of whether you have to physically go to that place or if you're able to do that work within the comfort of your home. All of those things you have to be very, very um, cognizant of because if you end up taking on too much work, that is one of the quickest ways to burn out because you will have all of this client work that you're trying to do that, and then it's going to back up 
and then you're all you can think about at work at your full-time job is the client work that you need to get done and then you try to cut corners you try to do two minutes of the work here and then back to your full-time job and then three minutes here trust me it does not work it's not healthy it's not healthy so you have to be very very selective with what you offer and and you have to be okay with that don't compare yourself to another business don't compare yourself to another freelancer right because in many instances you're probably comparing yourself to someone who's doing that full time so they can be on social media a lot more than you they can offer all of these various things because they probably have a whole team that they're working with you know so you have to be very very mindful of what you can handle what load you can handle and what you can work with and that is something you you should be able to communicate with your clients as well do not create this facade this false idea that <laughs> you can handle everything you can do all of the work you can do social media you can do videography like you know like you have to tone it down and understand what you're able to do right because when you're when you become very selective with the work that you do and the kind of things that you offer then you'll be able to do less things a lot better as opposed to doing many things okay-ish you know so you definitely definitely want to be very very selective with the type of client work that you take on right now we're going to go to tip number four <laughs> tip number four and this is one that i must say i obsess about a lot some, sometimes sorry i just <laughs> burped i was like Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is a point that I can definitely think about a lot, but I try to be, you know, mindful of it. I know this probably happens to you as well. And that is thinking about your future. All right. When you have your future in mind, it definitely gives you another perspective on where you're going with your creative business and what you're going to do with your creative business. Like, why? Why are you doing this in the first place? Why are you working so hard? Why are you giving up weekends sometimes? Why are you not going out when all of your friends are going out? Like, there has to be a reason why, you know? And for me, what I like to do is I like to think about the benefit of doing the work now will create for me later on. The opportunities that will come because of the work that I decided to do now, you know? So you really want to be mindful of why you're pursuing this creative business and how it will affect your future. You know, in most instances, we want to earn an extra income so we can afford something in the future, you know, or we want to create a business that we can potentially pass on to our family members. Or, you know, there's various things that we could be, that we, we want to be creating these um, creative businesses for, for our future selves and our future families. And it's something you really, really want to be very mindful of. Because if you don't truly have a vision of where you're going and what it is that you're trying to do, what it is that you're trying to achieve, it will hamper your, your work ethic when it comes to your creative business. And it will cause you, if you don't really know what you're, where you're going, it can cause you to not really put in the work when you need to, you know? It, it will cause you to be even, to be lazy a lot more times than not, you know? So you definitely want to be very, very mindful of where you're going and thinking about the future, thinking about the passive income that you'll potentially create 
with your side business or the potential clients that you'll be able to get later on because of the work that you did with these other clients. Um, you know? So yeah, you really, really want to think about your future. So that can really help shape um and help create balance for you when you're trying to balance your side hustle, your creative business with your full-time job. And then the last point, which is a really, really cool one, which will take time to get to because it requires money. And that is, and that is outsourcing repetitive admin task, right? This can be a point that can sound stressful. Um, <laughs> yeah, it can sound stressful from the onset, but in actuality, it's not as bad as you may think, you know? In this day and age, there is so there are so many tools available to us. There are so many nice little apps, websites that are out there that help us do, that really can do the heavy lifting for us, but you have to take the time to understand how to use these things, right? So I can give you an example. One example would be is building your email list, all right? There's a few ways you can do it. But the more that, yeah, one way that you could do it that would actually, actually be very, very, very time consuming is say, hop on a live on Instagram and then you teach about something that you do or you talk about something that you're really passionate about. And then within the live, you say, hey, you know what, guys, if you like what it is, just drop your email below, blah, 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 and I'll add it to the email list. Yeah, that's cool. That's a, that's a way to do it. But with that way, you're relying on you spending your time to get to generate that lead, to get that email address. And that won't be the most effective use of your time. You know, there are better ways to do it on autopilot, right? And the example I can give with that, with being able to do that on autopilot is setting up about three to four things. I'm trying to remember them correctly right now. Yeah, but about three things, right? One is getting your website up and ready to go, setting up your website. And of course, and I, in another episode, I'll talk a bit more about what your website should have to help you achieve this in the best way possible. But just for now, I'll just kind of condense it. And that is, so yeah, I'll kind of condense it. You want to have a website, have your website up and going. And within your website, you want to have a call to action, right? So say, for example, you're going to have a call to action saying, if you want to learn more about why photography is important for your business. It's probably not the best headline, but you get what you get where I'm going. Um, you can download this document that lists the 10 reasons why photography will help stand out, help you stand out within your business, right? The person goes to your website, they download that file, but in order for them to download that file, they have to give you an email address, right? So with them giving you an email address, putting their email address within the website, you have been able, you have just captured an email address for your email list, right? So, and that's the process with build, getting, initially getting the email address, right? So the way that you can automate that is, of course, building the website, um, having the call to action set up and having all of the forms and everything set up so that the person can come to the website and do it without you having to do anything afterwards, Right? And then what you can do to automate that is you have your website up. And then the second thing you do is you have a link in your bio 
whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever social media platform, you have a link in your bio that links to your website or directly to that um, lead magnet, right? And in another episode, I'll, I'll dive into what lead magnets are and various things like that. But the lead magnet in this case is the little document, the 10 points about how um, photography can improve your business. That little document that they'll download and give you their email address in exchange for getting that document, right? So you have your website set up with the lead, mag- lead magnet and the call to action, right? And you have a link in your bio on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, right? That people can go to and then be led to that call to action and then download the file and give you their email address, right? So you have two parts of that equation done, right? Two things that you would have done initially that you don't have to do again in order to generate that lead, to create that lead, right? Then the third step is, is to just drive people there, right? And you can drive people there through so many different ways, through social media posts, through podcast episodes, through other links on your website, and even just telling people about it, you know, telling people to just check out your website, right? And with that, over time, that one process that could take you a lot of time if you decided to go the more ineffective route of jumping on lives or whatever other method you could have done to get people to sign up or to, for you to get their email address so they can be a part of your email list. But with that, but with doing that, you're able to cut out a somewhat repetitive task, right? That would, have, that would take a lot of your time if you aren't doing it effectively. And there's so many other things within your business that you can outsource to various tools and programs that you can potentially get for free but in a lot of cases, um, you'll have to pay a subscription to use, right? Um, yeah. So even with client onboarding, there's so many things that you'll end up having to do, like sending emails, initial emails, telling them your um, offers, so on and so forth, or sending them an auto reply if someone asks you a question. So many various admi- administrative tasks that, that can come up when, it comes, when you're running your creative business. Yeah. And for the most part, you definitely want to do your research on various tools that you can use to help just cut out the repetitive task that you can do. Like, for example, a really great example is one that you probably heard of already, and that is MailChimp, right? Instead of sending all of your emails manually to your clients or to your email list, you can automate that entire thing with MailChimp. And you can even create different types of automations and segmenting your listen and so on and so forth. So if someone replies, um, if someone answers a question a certain way, you can have emails go to them based on that. Or if they downloaded a product from you already, then you, they can be a part of another list. Like there's so much things that you can do with um, MailChimp, right? And MailChimp can definitely cut out so much of those repetitive tasks as opposed to you just going into Gmail and sending each and every email yourself, you know? So, yeah, that's definitely something you want to do. Um, and apart from investing in products that can help you out, eventually having another human being <laughs> will really, really be helpful, you know? And I know initially you won't be able to do that because of money, you know? Not all of us are at that place where you have enough funds 
that you're bringing in with your side hustle to be able to pay someone else. But there are many little things that you can actually do or get done for you at a pretty decent rate. You know, you can check out a lot of freelancing websites like Fiverr. Um, what's the other one called again? Upwork. And there's a few other ones I really can't remember right now, but those are two that I've used before and they're pretty handy, you know? And in many cases, you can get certain jobs, certain tasks outsourced for as little as $200 a month or in some cases $500 a month or $50 per thing, you know, whatever it may be. And in some cases, it may really, really be helpful just to pay someone to just sort out your finances or your accounting for this month or for the next three months or whatever it is, you know, or to get someone to manage your social media for the next three months, you know, that will really help you because then you can start focusing on the more, um, the more important task for you, the more, the, the money generating task a bit more, you'll be able to focus your time on those things a bit more as opposed to being bogged down with everything else. So that is something you really want to consider as you continue on this creative journey, as you continue to build your creative business on the side with your full-time job. Trust me, I know what it feels like. I'm doing it right now. Been doing it for the last seven plus years. I know what it feels like. I know what it's like to try to juggle, you know, but there's a way to do it and there's a way to do it healthily. You can still have balance. You can still feel fulfilled. You don't have to be burnt out with the thing that you're doing. And <laughs> the, the last extra tip that I would um, mention, because I honestly didn't, I didn't think about this before, but it just came to mind. And that is just ensure that you really like what it is that you're doing. With your creative business, ensure that you really like at least some aspect of it. Because without having some kind of desire, some kind of motivating factor, you're going to burn out. You're going to not want to do it. I'm telling you, money is not always the best motivator. Honestly, it's not always the best motivator, you know? <laughs> like, try to at least find some kind of enjoyment with what it is that you're doing. And that's the beauty with creative entrepreneurship. It's not the same as regular entrepreneurship because you're not just pursuing something just because of the, um, the money aspect. I'm not saying all entrepreneurship is that, but in most cases, the goal is profit, you know? But with creative entrepreneurship, the goal is still profit, but the whole idea of creative entrepreneurship is leveraging our skills, leveraging something that we really like to do and creating an income with that, you know? And that's what's awesome. And that is, that is what has become a reality within this new age, you know? <laughs> so thank you guys for jumping on to today's episode. I really hope that it helped you out on your journey. I'm definitely have so much things planned out for this podcast and so, many, so much more episodes ready to go for you. So keep listening in. You know, this is the place to really go on your journey, man of creating your creative business and yeah, just hopping along on that journey of becoming creatively paid. Be sure to not miss next week's episode. It's going to be a dope one. I'm going to be talking with Caroline and Jason Zook 
of wandering aimfully. Trust me, that conversation was so, so dope. We talked about so many various things, but for the most part, we really focused on how to stand out in your marketplace and really finding balance and how to be an intentional entrepreneur. You know, these guys have so much experience with running a creative business they've been doing for so many years now. And one interesting fact that I found out about Jason is that at one point in time, he owned a company called I Wear Your Shirt. And basically the whole premise premise of that was that he would wear your shirt and he got to the point after a few years of doing that where he generated over a million dollars in revenue. Yes, that's right. Over a million dollars in revenue from just wearing people's shirts. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a really interesting episode. You definitely want to dive into it um, next week when it releases. So yeah, with all of that, thank you guys for jumping on and being a part of today's episode. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Creatively Paid Podcast at www.creativelypaid.com. 